If you think reading is for nerds, then you are right. But you want to know what is not for nerds? Having someone read to you. That's when Audible comes in. Audible is full of audiobooks for you, and our listeners can step up and get a 30-day free trial. That's right, 30 days. Some even call that one month. Just go to audibletrial.com slash live from the 815 and receive your free 30-day trial to get today. Again, that is Audible Trial, A-U-D-I-B-L-E-T-R-I-A-L dot com slash live from the 815 and get your free 30-day trial today. All right. Episode 35. God damn it. Why do you always do that? <laughs> I, I didn't know you were starting right then. I clapped. Well, I clapped too. I was, I was, you know, clap, get ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated sports podcast in the history of professional sports podcasting. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble! Live from the 8-1-5. Episode 36, live from the 815 podcast. Um, I was trying to think of somebody who's the jersey number 36, so I guess that's why I, I don't ever do that. Yeah, I because <laughs> you couldn't think of a single person. I can't think of a single number 36. That's the, that's an example of the kind of uh, quick wittiness Sports you'll find on this show. <laughs> All right, yeah, it's 36 episode now, and it is time. How about that? It is time for the 36th episode. <laughs> You're spitting nothing but facts. All right. Episode 36, Life from 815. It is me, Colton St. Vincent. Jake LaRue is here. I am back in the hometown of Rockford in the 815. This one's live. We are together. Oh, it's an official episode then. All the other episodes are mostly unofficial. Well, yes. Yes. There's this an is, asterisk by all those episodes. This but... is like the fourth official episode. So, But I guess 36th episode regularly. Yes. All right. Yeah. All those <laughs> yes. other ones have asterisks, and they're not going into our Hall of Fame speech. So this um, episode does not have a single interview that I know of. Uh, no, I didn't uh, bring a random interview that I did on the side. Well, <laughs> see you guys. That's that's thirty six in the books. Hope you enjoyed it because nobody wants to listen to us just talk. <laughs> just kidding. We have millions of listeners. That's just week. so good, so good. Um, let's just dive super hard into sports yeah how about our last week's interview we dwell in the past and our boy natrell jamerson promised promised us a 4440 which he delivered on and exactly a 4440 but what he didn't even mention was that he could put up 25 reps on the bench where they do bench 225 pounds at the combine and uh that was tied for the most for all safeties at the combine yes 25 Um, that's similar to what linebackers do I mean, Natrell is climbing draft boards. <laughs> yeah. Josh Allen is shaking in his boots. Natrell's coming for that top spot. We are hitching our wagon to Natrell, and we're going to ride him right to the top. Yes. When he's the next big thing in the NFL, they'll look back at our interview and this follow up episode about the interview, and it'll go down. It'll be in his 30 for 30. I yes. mean, I'm almost sure about that. We actually might make his his, his uh, thirty for thirty. Yeah, we'll we'll get promotions by then, and then we'll we'll have full creative direction and put our whole podcast in there. I actually texted him and I said, "Great work on the forty and the bench. Keep up the great work from everyone at Live from Eight One Five. We said thanks, y'all. So, <laughs> without jumping to conclusions, I think he will either he's going to be mine or I'm going to be his best man at his wedding. Yeah, and, that, and that's depends with, who gets married first. And that's without jumping to any uh, conclusions. Yeah, <laughs> we don't want to jump to conclusions. It gets real crazy. Yeah, yes. But if if we had to, I, I think he'll probably name it his firstborn child after one of us. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't see him not. Or he could just name it 815. Ooh. Or, or the artsy. <laughs> or, or live, middle name from the 81, changes last name to 5. Oh, that, that. Jamerson. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, don't do that, Natrell. I'm sure you're listening. Yeah, I'm uh, sure he was so impressed that he's telling everyone that he's ever met 
Yeah. So um, listen to Life in the Open Five. So yeah, Natrell dominated the combine, and uh, we expected nothing less. Everyone who comes on our show heightens their level of performance immediately after. Correct. They come in with a new, fresh look on life. Like Fergie Jenkins came into our show, he he walked away from that show a MLB Hall of Famer. Yeah. I, I can't argue with that. <laughs> that's that's correct. Yes. Absolutely. Um, Rob, Rob Zestrizny is dealing in spring training. I'm sure he is. I mean, I'm not surprised at all. Um, Patrick Manley is doing his thing. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. Still, he, he has the record for the most... Uh, games played as a bear. Yes, and that record stands after our interview. So, so uh, facts. Yeah, yeah. Some say there's like a Madden cover curse. There may be um, the opposite. What is the opposite of a curse? A, 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 it's like well, a curse is like witchcraft. So a spell, but like a, a happy spell. <laughs> I think yeah, I think happy spell is the official, the only way to say that. So happy spell. There is a live name one five happy spell on our guests, which means we're gonna start getting a lot more guests. Gonna, yeah, our phones are like gonna ring right off the hook. Um, a couple of guest possibilities. Uh, we got some great names this year. Uh, Shaquem and Saquon domin- uh, dominated the combine for highlights. Yes, that is Shaquem Griffin. Twin brother of Shaquille Griffin. Shaq and Shaq Griffin. Yes, they are twin brothers, uh, but one only has one arm. Yes. So, and that uh, is Shaquem, who ran the <laughs> fastest linebacker time in the history of the 40. Which is a little bit malarkey, because he's he's probably a safety. He ran the fastest for a linebacker ever. But, you know, it's still incredibly awesome. And then with one hand, he pumped out, what was it, 20, 25? 20, 20 benches. 20 bench reps. Um, I have two hands, and earlier before the show, I did, what, 95 pounds? 95 pounds on the bench. I pounded out 10 <laughs> of those bad boys with ease. How about that? With ease. Take that, Shaquem and Natrell. And Colton has two arms. I have so, two arms, but so. I've been podcasting for a few months now, so they don't know the mental toll that takes on a person. True. It really wears us down. Uh, and then, so he dominated the combine. Looks like he's probably going to be a fourth round draft pick maybe slip into the fifth maybe up into the third if guys draft with their hearts you know with their hearts he's a great story <laughs> yes I, I i know it's a little taboo to say but i do think only having one hand will affect him in the nfl yes um there are some players who like to club their like broken hands broken fingers people are uh, Nick perry wears a club every year for some reason he breaks his hand every year so that is the only way that I can think. But, uh, yeah, he there was a video of him trying to catch some balls, and it kind of made me laugh. <laughs> and, you, yeah, you're going to hell for that. I shouldn't have told anyone, but I'm <laughs> yeah. telling everyone right now. But I laughed at you laughing at it, so I'm also going to hell. But that's, a du- that's like a double negative. You're going to heaven. Oh, nice. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Nice. This is, this is a great episode so far. Uh, Saquon Barkley lit up Scout's... Uh, Stopwatches, right. nice. I guess you could say. Yeah, right out of their hands. Uh, Let them on yeah. fire. Pretty much guaranteed himself as a top five draft pick. Some are locking him in at going number two if he's not taken by the Browns at one. If he, if the Browns take him at one, they are fools. Well, see, if you think about it, they have the fourth pick. So, say their favorite quarterback is Baker Mayfield, you know, and they're like, well, I mean, yeah, but the Giants are going to take Darnold and then. The Jets are going to trade up with the Colts, and, or the Colts don't take a quarterback, and nobody trades up. And then they get their guy at four. Then they got, because they're not getting Barkley at four anymore. That's the only reason that's a conversation. Or, uh, yeah, he's not slipping to four, most likely. He's still he's, a running back, though. Yeah, yeah, running back out of uh, Penn State. I don't see him falling past three at the Colts. Yeah, I mean, the Giants and Colts need a running back so bad. They haven't had a running back in years, so... It just wouldn't. It would be really weird if you fell. But he, you know, running backs do have a tendency of not getting drafted too high. And I think if he's taken top five, that makes him like the highest paid running back in the league immediately. Like that, he's, he's up there. Because um, I know Devontae Freeman only makes like eight million a year, and he's like the number like one guy. Running, yeah, running backs are robbed. I mean, running backs only have like four or five good years anymore. So. See, I don't, I don't agree with that because look at Frank Gore's just retiring. Lashawn McCoy had a great year last year. Yeah, Frank Gore's still running thousand yard seasons, but that guy doesn't wear a cup. Yeah, he's going to the CFL. 
Is he? No. Oh, okay. He's, he's just retiring. Thank God. <laughs> he's going to the XFL. How about that? For his health, thank God, he's retiring. Uh, did you see Orlando Brown's combine? Orlando Brown is a lineman out of Oklahoma, right? Yeah. Yes, left tackle from Oklahoma. Formerly projected number or uh, first round pick. He he won like Big Twelve Lineman of the Year two times. He was a finalist in like the National Lineman of the Year. His didn't give up a sack like all year long. He goes to the combine to try to maybe sneak in like the 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 front of the first round, and he did. Ju- it looked like he snuck into the combine. Yeah. Instead, <laughs> he ran what will be the slowest forty yard dash by anybody who's who's ever been drafted. I think his bench press was this was the least amount. Oh, he did everything. Like no bench everything. Everything that somebody does at a combine, he now is going to be the. Worst at that by a person that's ever gotten drafted. Yeah, he's already uh, ra- uh, racing. Uh, what's his name? Who runs the uh, forty every year for charity? Roger Goodell. No, the guy. The guy at the combine. I run, mean, rich, run, Rich Eisen. Rich Eisen runs oh. the combine every year. He, oh my God! Did, did Rich Eisen beat him? No, Rich Eisen ran a five nine seven. I think he was like a five eight seven. Holy balls! But Roger Goodell did beat him. If now let's let's get into this. Roger Goodell runs a forty in his office. We get a video of it. We're told it's a five four, five six one, something like that. What was it? I don't I don't know. Whatever we're told, <laughs> it was significantly better than Rich Eisen's. And Rich Eisen does it officially, and he's you know they're similar in age, and there's no way Roger Goodell pumped out like a lineman speed in his suit in the offices of the NFL. There was definitely just some yes man who hit the stopwatch about three steps late and just like, all right, yeah, you got a 5-4. Wow, boss, that's so good. Wow, please don't fire me. No, um, I, I, this is my official challenge to, um, yeah, Rich Eisen actually challenged Roger Goodell to a 4-yard a Yeah, because Rich Eisen says and is, is calling it bullshit too, basically. 5-4-1 is yeah. the... Uh, no, sir. There's no, no way sir. I can... I'm officially hopping on the the uh, Rich Eisen challenge wagon, and me and Rich are now officially challenging Roger See, Goodell. I, I but would, don't tell Rich Eisen. Yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> race Goodell except in it's got to be in person. You got to go one on one, right next to each other, yes. basically, because otherwise you're getting like Michael Phelps with, and the Shark. You're getting tampered with evidence. Yeah, he's gonna mess with the numbers and he's gonna come out on top. I think he. Yeah, I can see him wearing like PF flyers and and yeah, cheating. Yeah, that is, that is basically cheating. He inflate the balls or something. Ooh, good one. Yeah. No, that's a really relevant joke. Yeah. Everyone loves deflate yeah. gate jokes. You only hear jokes like that here, folks. <laughs> deflate gate, really relevant. Remember when that happened? That was cool. Uh, other huge news. Well, let's get to this. We were talking about running backs and how Saquon Barkley could become the highest paid running back in the league. Besides Le'Veon Bell, who has a $14.2 million franchise tag looming over him, which he's you know, been openly against ever signing. And uh, they gave it to him anyway. <laughs> and uh, I think it's I I think it's unfair because running backs get screwed because they get, you know how much Le'Veon Bell's made? He made like $400,000, $400,000, $500,000, And last year in his fifth year as a running back, he finally made $12 million. For what he's brought to the Steelers, he should be a hundred million dollar man. You know, like I understand why he wants more money. Agreed. He and then after taxes, he's making like seven million dollars. Yeah, and he he doesn't look like he lives the kind of lifestyle that seven million he could like retire and live off of that. Oh yeah, he's he's, he's got to earn some more money. He's gonna be uh, broke very soon. And uh, then, well, unless well, he signs a big, unless he signs his fourteen million dollar contract this year, and then next year the Jets give him twenty million a year because the Jets are dumb. <laughs> the, Jets, the Jets are like listening to this, like writing this down. Like this is a great oh, idea. Oh my god! And then they Holy hear that, shit! Like, say, ah. Wait, did he say only twenty million a year? <laughs> oh, we were, we were thinking like 30, 40 like minimum. <laughs> they say the Jets are dumb, and then just oh, oh. <laughs> you know, they drop their pens. Oh my god! <laughs> They're like calling their wives. Like, yeah, man. Did someone call you dumb again, honey? <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah, I think uh, Bell should be, should get a contract. I mean, I think running backs are underpaid. I know their lifespan is short, I put in quotation marks, but not for the special ones like LaShawn McCoy and Frank Gore. Uh, well, Frank Gore's had a pretty long career. He's made a lot of money. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, probably not that much money because no one wanted to pay him. The Colts were giving him like one year contract extensions. I've sources say that <coughs> Frank Gore has the biggest testicles Ooh. physically in the <laughs> NFL. Uh, how, where's the proof? Proof um, in the pudding. I gotta get, gotta get my hands in that pudding. You. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Well, I don't have the pudding for you. Let me make some calls. If I do get this pudding, folks, we will all see it. That yeah, is, we'll, we'll, we'll bring it to you. That's a good old life from the 815 Promise. Yeah. Um, so, Pizza Hut replaces Papa John's as the official pizza of the NFL. This is massive news. Papa is out of the building. Papa's out. Pizza's in. Hut is in, I the guess. Hut, the Hut is in. The Hut is in. Um, Jake, thoughts on, on Pizza Hut? My... Pizza Hut, uh, they're better than Papa John's. Okay. I mean, that's not saying much. They got thin crust. I like thin crust. They're still clearly behind Domino's. Domino's is a far and away top fast food type pizza restaurant in the world. Yeah. I mean, compared to the other like fast food franchises, it it's dominates. I mean, Pizza Hut and Papa John's can't hold Domino's junk. No way. Jockstrap. Jockstrap. Couldn't even wash their jockstrap. So that's why we're announcing officially Domino's is the official pizza of Live from the 815. Yes, and that, and that means that we're going to officially start buying Domino's over those other ones. We're not getting paid by them. Well, I already bought Domino's because it's just a superior pizza. But they're also, let's clarify, not paying us. Unless. They wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> but that being said, we will easily get paid by, by Papa John's or, or Little Caesars. Actually, oh, you know, Little, actually Little Caesars might be the official pizza. Of We've definitely eaten a lot of Little Caesars here. Holy but, shit, uh, I am so in on Little Caesars <laughs> sponsoring us. I'm I mean, very excited. It, it does, I see the, the fit. You know, we have similar... Uh, Lifestyles. Lifestyle fits. Yeah, we fit in the cheap more and, with... Cheap and disgusting. Five bucks for that cardboard pizza, but man... You but get that crazy when you wake bread. up hungover, like, you don't look that bad. Like, <laughs> me and me... Yeah. Me, yeah, me and... Uh, Little Caesars have that in common. And we also got that crazy bread, you know, the wild card. Wild factor. card bread. Wild yes. card factor. Yes. It was the official pizza of our, uh, our um, Wiffle Ball League back, back in the day. Crazy bread really really took it by storm. So yeah. we were grandfathered in to the, the officialness. I yeah, guess. Domino's used to suck back in the day anyway. It was like average. And then they completely revamped yeah, it. Yeah, they like changed. I think they just basically just put garlic on everything. Yeah, but I think they'd like. Just start it over and then put garlic on everything, and it's awesome. I remember the old pizza was terrible. The first time I ever ate the new Domino's, I was with Nick Frustrati, and if any of you know Nick Frustrati, <laughs> hi Nick, if you're listening, he was so nervous to try the new <laughs> Domino's recipe. Yeah, it's a big <clears throat> moment. And I've never seen anyone light up more than Nick eating that first bite. Oh, yeah, because it, it's, it's so much better. If you guys haven't tried Domino's, I mean, I'm just rambling about it. It's amazing. Go out and get just the regular hand-tossed pizza. I missed I missed the Domino's. What's that? <laughs> that was back at like two years ago when there were no hitters. You would, um, oh. you would like text this certain number and it, it, it like went to Domino's and then they um, emailed you a coupon for a free medium pizza. Oh my god! We need to bring back Domino's. Yes, I agree. And like I remember one time, <clears throat> it's like some some really shitty. Pitcher pitched a no hitter, and I tweeted at him, "Thank you for the for the Domino no." And he said, "You're welcome, Colin. My name's Colton. And it's on Twitter as Colton." So it's wait, who tweeted you this? I Domino's? can't. No, like the pitcher. Oh, the pitcher who threw the no hitter. <laughs> oh, you tweeted him, "Thank you." I tweeted him, "Thank you for the Domino no." At Domino's at the, the, the <laughs> Twitter's he, handle, clearly... and he said, "You're welcome, Colin. My name's Colton." And have never changed it. <laughs> you definitely should have hit him right back with the thanks, whatever. Uh, I don't know what his name. You literally I, don't I, even remember his name. I can't so remember. I can't even make a fake name. For oh, but yeah. So it was, it was quite the year for the Dominono and for my reputation in the MLB. That's <laughs> Colin. <laughs> Colin. Everyone talks about that kid Colin who tweeted at that one guy who threw a no-hitter that one time back <laughs> hey. when the Domino knows was around. What was that pitcher's name? I don't know, but that like, kid's name was Colin. I know that for a fact. That's, that's the only thing That's I the only fact in this whole story. <laughs> yeah, that kid's name is fucking Colin. Uh, so, uh, Colton's least favorite uniform in professional sports has been revamped. 
the Jacksonville Jaguars get new uniforms and ditch the ombre helmets, yes. which is a great word for it because it was feminine looking and it's a feminine word. It was an ombre helmet. They, the new um, uniforms. Give them a Google. They are very crisp, very yeah, clean. Why? I Just like a them a black lot. Black helmet with the jaguar. Black helmet, and, and then, they really use that blue. That the, like the, the teal. Yeah, it's like a teal. It's really they really use it well. Pops. The kind of black. color that when you are in high school and you, and you have to match your dates tie for homecoming, you get really pissed <laughs> off because you can't find it anywhere. Yeah, it, unless it, you're in Jacksonville, where it's it's everywhere. Oh yeah, that would be a great color for a dress in Jacksonville. You know, well around us, all we could find was bright orange salmon. Oh my god, <laughs> do you remember my salmon yeah, tie I, fucking search? Yeah, I do specifically remember that. that. It's not cor- wait, no, it was coral, and we could only find salmon. Yeah, um, salmon's everywhere. Everyone loves sal- the color. Salmon. salmon is the most popular pink color you could fucking. We're find. We're not talking the fish people. We're talking the color. Go, <laughs> oh, but coral. Good coral, fucking luck trying to find coral. We went to like six stores. It was unbelievable. It sucked. I think we found it like Burlington Co Factory. <laughs> it was <laughs> always it was, the best. Yeah, it was it was a jabroni of a store. How about that? <laughs> yeah, that's that's a perfect word to describe that store. But the Jags are gonna look fresh. They're gonna look really fast with these bold colors. I like it. Like yeah, Bortles. Like Bortles ripping cigs. He I, I I love him ever since that quote. I mean oh, I, I, I was him. I was all about how he sucked. But you know what? Sometimes you don't have to go by stats and what your eyes tell you when you watch them. You can just go by the quotes that they said and oh, just in your heart. Blake Bortles. Because when he said he'd be on construction ripping cigs if he wasn't a quarterback, I immediately was like... He's one of the coolest dudes in the world. Yeah, no, this guy's legit. We don't we don't like to advertise other podcasts, but there's a little podcast called Pardon My Take. If, uh, they probably haven't heard of it. If, we should link it in the description. If, if you want to fall in love with Blake Bortles, look up... His like ten to fifteen appearances on Pardon My Take. <laughs> he has his own his own Wikipedia club, making fun of Andrew Luck's book club. <laughs> he he just told a story. He told two stories on his on his last time on where he the um after the season ended, he was in his home in Jacksonville. Doorbell rings. He goes he goes to the front. It's this it's this like fifteen year old boy, and he's just staring at him. And Blake's like, "Do you need something?" And he's like, "Oh, hey, thanks for your uh, great season. I love you on on Pardon My Take. I love you." As the uh, as the uh, uh, Jaguars quarterback, and Blake's like, "Cool, dude. Um, like, what do you want?" And the kid pulls out a piss warm natty light out of his back pocket and gives it to him. And, and Blake's like, "How old are you, man?" He's like, 15. And then he just ran away. And <laughs> so so Blake Bortles is going to keep that until he wins a Super Bowl, and then he's going to open that that, that natty light. <laughs> you should keep it. Hopefully, that's on the anniversary in six years when that kid. Turns twenty one, he can share it with. Hopefully, that that'd be very uh, sentimental. <laughs> I don't but. know how I'll ever find him again. But the other thing was that he said he bought a um, a frozen pizza and a thirty rack of Bud Light with his new contract money. That was the first thing he yeah. bought. I mean, I, I'm not a Bud Light fan, but I can totally relate with that purchase. I am I am a Blake Bortles guy. I don't care that he's not that good at football. It doesn't matter. That's not what football is all about. You know, it's not about being, you know, Tell- the best <laughs> football player on the field. It's about who I can root for. Oh, and, uh, and I, I root so hard for Blake Bortles. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the Bortles train now. I mean... He also said that when he was crying after the AFC Championship loss that it was really windy, and he tried to squirt water from a water bottle in his mouth, and it got into his eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be the worst. I, that's worse than crying. That's much worse than crying. <laughs> So that's that's Blake Bortles in a nutshell. You're going to look fly AF, dog. Yeah. Speaking of crying in sports, have you seen all the videos of people, coaches crying with their sons lately? Or um, their, their, their players, not their I sons? S- I saw the one of the high school basketball kid who had that like, really inspirational speech after they uh, lost by one. Yeah, did you see the... Like, uh, like Alabama State Championship, I think. What was it, Fairfield College? Yeah. Um, the all-time leading scorer came off and the guy was just bawling. I saw that one. You this know, is that, March, folks. If, yeah, this is this is the emotions that come with March. You know what? Th- those make me want to. Te- they make me tear up a have little you, bit. Have you seen the high school kid? Yeah. He, oh, oh, that one! I cried. I was. I, I was. Mean, I was in that class. Coach, when I saw that coach just break down on his player's shoulder, I was like, "Man, that's a man." <laughs> you know. And we're like, not even at March Madness yet. This is. Oh yeah, it's getting emotional, folks. This is going to be it, March Madness is amazing. We'll get. We'll have like a bracketology show probably. I think the uh, brackets come in five days, I want to say. Yes. Or four days when you're listening to this. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Or that's maybe. the future. 
Wait, what? Maybe even three days. Oh, God. Who knows? <laughs> it, <it's> really, <laughs> How does time work? <laughs> nobody knows. It, it'll be up sooner or later, and uh, then we'll be filling out our brackets, and you can listen to our shitty picks. Correct. I'm sure no one's ever titled a segment shitty picks before. Incorrect picks. Uh, oh, I thought you were telling me incorrect people have used that segment name. I don't know. Nope. <laughs> can't can't verify or deny, so I'm guessing we're taking it. Correct. Um, I think that's all we got for the NFL. That was a long NFL segment. Yeah, for a little off-season chit-chat. Nice little... Nice little, little update. Nice little way to kick off the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Cold killer. Woo! Got our got our fans pumped up. Oh man, that was good. I'm jacked right now. Yeah, free agency also starts in six days, so stuff will really be getting hot soon here, folks. Hot, hot, hot. Names will be flying. Names will be flying. Allen Robinson going to the Bears. You heard it here first. Not the Jar- first time I heard that. <laughs> and 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 Jarvis Landry going to the Bears. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. The Bears trade the eighth pick for the eleventh pick in Jarvis Landry. It will actually be like the eighth pick and like a fifth or sixth rounder for Jarvis Landry in the 11th. Bears move down three spots. Dolphins move up, take a quarterback at the eighth spot because maybe one slides to eight and the Bears, you know, get Jarvis Landry. I don't hate any of that. It's just <laughs> my theory. Well, no, that's that's from your source. So, yeah, my source say is... That, say that, say yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Say it's from your source. Yeah, it's from my source, which I will never disclose. Dude, who's your source? I, I don't have one. Shit. We already talked about that. Yeah, but... Don't tell them. All right. NBA is happening. <laughs> yeah, let's, talk, let's, let's switch gears. How's that? <laughs> uh, let's switch sports. <laughs> no, that was... That was, that was a, yeah, that was we're, we're killing it tonight. That was really good. Yeah, yeah. We, there's a lot of sports to talk about, as you can tell. Yeah. Uh, we got the Bucks are spiraling. Our, our favorite team, the Milwaukee yes. Bucks, lost four in a row. Uh, the Joe Prunty... Uh, honeymoon is completely over. I'm over it. He is not a good NBA coach. Correct. We have. <laughs> I, well, I've been watching every like all the games, so I, you know, I, I definitely see that we're clearly failing to ever move the ball around. It's just like Bledsoe dribbles until he's out of room and then hands it off to Giannis, who tries to dunk it. You know, or Jabari's on the court and he gets the ball and tries to score. You know, it's it's like we're Oklahoma City. In Thunder, you know, where they just give it I to know, Paul George. I know, the, I know the Thunder. Or give it to Russell Westbrook and just let them go at it. But that's not a good offense. It's not going to work. So uh, I'm excited to move on from Prunty after this year. Yeah, same. The um, the Bucks losing by three to the Pacers there, and I lost me some money. Uh, I had a plus two and a half. Oh. So that happens more than I thought it would. Like, <laughs> 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 so that happens more than I thought it would. <laughs> so like. That fucking sucks, but I did hear something today on a podcast. They were talking about five years ago at this time, they were just naming off all these players that weren't, that were like slowly transitioning. It was like James Harden was just becoming like, is, yeah. he, is he a franchise player? Mm-hmm. Is Russell Westbrook even good enough to stay at point guard? Can LeBron James shoot a three? It was all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And and now in five years, <clears throat> since, since everybody plays basketball so young, they fine-tune their games and they're all still like 28, 29. Yeah. Giannis is only 23? 23, yeah. He's, he's going to be so good <laughs> in five years. Oh, my Holy God. balls. I, there's no way he doesn't get a jumper, <clears throat> and he's already third in the league in scoring, shooting over 50%. And he realizes, like, wow, I'm a really good defender. Yes, he's also a very good defender. Like, you know, the Bucks are in a great spot because we have Giannis. Uh, one interesting thing. Uh, Jabari Parker, he's been playing great since he's been back. I love him. I mean, it's so much fun to watch him. He, he reminds me of, like, Carmelo Anthony on offense, where he, like, backs guys down, he's got fadeaways, will take it to the hoop. You know, he'll do – He'll do. He'll, he's just a scorer. He's terrible on defense, and he's definitely lost some athleticism with the two ACLs. But uh, if we let him walk, we'd be really dumb, really dumb, because uh, we're already over the cap anyway. So it's not like if we don't sign Jabari Parker, he's going to get twenty million dollar offers, period. And we're going to we're going to have the opportunity so to match money. it, you know? Because why wouldn't Orlando be like, oh Jabari Parker? Yeah, I'll give you twenty million a year. I'm not. I'm spending no money on anyone good. Let me give money to someone who's actually twenty three. He's also twenty three years old, with potential. 
a lot of potential. So when we're going to have to When is Orlando ever going to be good? Never. Dude. <laughs> Never. They, they got rid of Shaq and they, everything I, went down from there. Well, they're, they were in the finals with Dwight, who is still oh, yeah. in, in the league. Yeah, league. he's like a Hall of Famer. Nobody respects him anymore. He's yeah. just a joke. Basically. And he was so loved back when he was like Superman dunking with Cage. Oh, I love that. Against Nate Robinson, who came out in the kryptonite. And now everyone just hates him. Because he was such a dick on the Lakers. <laughs> everyone, yeah, the Lakers just ruined his career. Yeah, that, that should teach guys to like stay a little bit like humble and like stay home more. You know, sometimes we're it talking to you, work. Jabari and Giannis. Yes, this please. Is, this say, is more of a plea. <laughs> Giannis, please I think don't leave. Stay home. He's he he seems super humble, but Jabari. You know, the Bulls have a lot of room, and he's a hometown bully. Bulls have a lot of room. But guess what? They can offer him all the money in the world, and the Bucks can just say, "Yeah, I'll match that," because you're allowed to go over the cap for uh, signing players that you've had on your team or drafted. Correct. Bird rights. Ooh. You learn about that on when you play NBA 2K a lot. So So that's how uh, we, we bring the heat here. But, yeah, so we'd be like $20 million over the cap, but if we didn't sign him and we were like, oh, well, we have all this money. No, we're like only $2 million over the cap. And we can't sign any free agents because we're giving all our money to Delavadova, Toledovich, and Tony Snell. These guys are making like thirty million combined. Oh, that's a lot of money. Uh, yeah, wouldn't it be nice to like instead like have Clay Thompson making thirty million? Holy shit! If we had Clay Thompson <laughs> on this team, I know I, he's my dream. He's oh. he's coming to the Bucks. That'd be so cool. He, that's all the Bucks need is some shooting. But uh, that's enough Bucks ramble. You know, let's get into the real hard hitting stuff. How about J.R. Smith pelting his assistant coach with soup? Yes, we haven't gotten any sort of confirmation on the type of soup any sort of confirmation on the temperature of the soup, we're really just left hanging on this story. We Yeah, we. how do we even know it is soup? That's, That's a good point. I mean, is chowder soup? I've heard a lot of a lot of this question. You know, was I it chili? Know. Chili's heavy. And is that even considered a soup, or is that just chili? I don't think so. I mean, I've never had a chowder. I don't know how thick chowders are. Chowder? I mean, I don't know. Is stew? Is stew soup? I was There's just, so I was just thinking about the stew. Stew is just like broth with big chunks of stuff in there. I mean, I think it's a soup, but it's just so chunky. But then there's chunky soup. Yeah, why isn't there chunky stew? Because stew is soup. J.R. Smith threw stew. (laughs) J.R. Smith threw stew. We just cracked the code. J.R. Smith threw stew at his assistant coach. Smith Smith threw stew. It's hard to say. J.R. Yeah. Smith threw stew. It's no joke. Nailed that shit. Threw stew. J.R. Smith threw stew. Change all the headlines from soup to stew, people. Boom. Well, uh, yeah, I think J.R. can do whatever the hell he wants. I love this story. I think it's so funny. It's, it's J. so J.R. He just doesn't give a shit. I remember back in the day when he was a young J.R. Smith, and he was like, could dunk on everybody and make, Drain threes, and but he just didn't listen to anybody. He could he could you couldn't rile him in? But as soon as you did that, you were gonna have a superstar. No, he he he's uh, like thirty three years old throwing su- stew as assistant <laughs> coaches. So. Jarrett Smith reminds me of like the kind of guy where if you talk to like a like an old racist white man and you and he's like, this is what you get when you when you give thugs money. Like like what's next? And then J.R. Smith was what's next. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what that guy's talking about. <laughs> he's like he's like yeah. Imagine what the players are going to do in the future. Oh well, th- yeah. This is here, sir. Here's here's J.R. Smith. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, but then you got guys like Giannis just being humble AF all just the time, just being cute and foreign. And did you see his his bell? I don't know if we talked about the blowjob bell. The blowjob bell. Oh man, that should be that's risque. If he doesn't put that on a t-shirt, we should. <laughs> Interesting. Because <laughs> the blowjob bell, blow bell is just, you ring it, you get money, basically, you know? That's, that's, we got to jump on that. Um, T-shirt's coming soon, folks. Other NBA news, I've been really into the tankathon. Teams are tanking at an alarming rate this year. The Bulls actually got a league notice, I think it was today, to stop resting their starters so much. Hmm. And now Robin Lopez is back in the starting lineup. Which is like kind of the league is in an awkward spot. Like, yes, there obviously there's tanking, but I think they're mad because it's usually like four teams tanking at most, and then like, oh, who's gonna get left out? This year, it's like ten teams that are tanking. Yeah, it's brutal. If you want me to list the cities again, it's it's a blast. New York, Chicago, Brooklyn, Orlando, uh, Atlanta, Sacramento, Dallas, Phoenix, and Memphis are all 
uh, are they're all tanking, <laughs> and they're all uh, you know right around nineteen to twenty-one wins. Bulls have twenty-one. Uh, Memphis actually has eighteen wins. I think they've lost fourteen in a row, oh. which is just goddamn impressive. <laughs> like Memphis, <laughs> I saw that their lease comes or uh, is up the same time that the new Seattle building is complete. Oh, you heard it here first, folks. Not not the place that I read it, <laughs> but where I just came up with it. Grizzlies going to Seattle. They actually play the Bulls tomorrow or today what a game. on Wednesday. When you're listening to this, wow! Do not watch this game. Folks. Do not watch this game. Uh, I'd rather I'd rather watch a WNBA game because at least there's something to laugh at. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I it would just make me sad. I don't even know like what what I'd even gamble on in that game. Uh, I wouldn't touch that game with a ten foot pole. Maybe I don't know. Is there? I, they don't put over unders on ESPN, or do they? They do the the day of. Uh, yeah, they, nobody in ESPN. Pound the under. No, um, yeah, it's gonna be. The game's gonna be like a sixth grade fifty six. Like yeah, like a, a middle school losers bracket championship. Yeah, the problem for the Bulls is that they play a ton of other tanking teams in this final uh, stretch. So. Them being, you know, two games out of the a chance at the top three pick is not a good look. So they're going to have to do some hardcore tanking. There is like, uh, they're at like the eight spot right now, but there's like 10 solid names that that's, can. That's what I think too. I, I almost think the Bulls should just say F it and stop tanking and try to gain some pride in their organization instead of just embarrassing themselves like last night versus the or the Celtics, I mean. They were down by 34 at one point. Like, you think anyone on the Celtics is ever going to sign with the Bulls when, you know, like, Kyrie, when he was, uh, when he was looking for free agents, he wasn't like, where to go. He wanted to go to guys that impressed him, organizations that impressed him. You know, he picked some organizations. Guys, pick organizations that impress you. Just because you're the Bulls, I'm sorry, Bulls fans. You don't get free agents. I think we've I think we've realized that by the lack of Garpax blows ever signing a, a big name free agents. Like you guys go for Last Carmelo, big name was like, what, and you Boozer? get Boozer. You guys go for LeBron, and you get Jack shit. I mean Doug it, McDermott, Pau Gasol. You get an old Pau, Pau Gasol who is solid. I mean that's great, but it wasn't LeBron. You know the the Bulls maybe get a little pride in your team. Uh, around the league. Maybe the around the league starts respecting you guys a little more, and uh, then maybe you can sign a free agent to go with your big three, or little three, as I should call them. The baby bulls. The, the what? The ba- sorry, the baby bulls. The baby bulls, yeah. Little Lori, uh, Chris Dunn, and Zach Levine. Zach Levine's about to get paid big, too, though. I think his contract's coming up. And Chris Dunn's like 24. Big, <laughs> he was late in college, his second year in the league. So, yeah, he's a he's an he's an old soul and an old person. Yeah, I mean the good news for Bulls fans is I would take the Bulls roster over Brooklyn, Orlando, Atlanta, Dallas, Memphis, not Phoenix because Phoenix has Devin Booker. But uh, other than that, if Phoenix if Phoenix gets like one more, good, how, how, how are they, are they so, bad? They have nineteen and forty seven. They're nineteen and forty seven. Honestly, with, I do I do think that they're going to land a big free agent soon. They they have so much cap room. Yeah, but so, who wants to go to Phoenix? You know, just like who wants to go to Milwaukee? You know, I'd say Phoenix is way better than, than uh, Milwaukee. Hey, Milwaukee's <clears throat> on the up and comer list. How about that? Yep, that was, that's, that's official. Are people. you sold, people? Um, I don't think I've beaten up enough on Bulls fans this episode. Do you want to talk about this trade we just uh, found? While, yeah, while I was spitting. In, instead of uh, paying attention in class today, I was going through. The NBA draft of the last like ten years, year by year, and I stumbled across the Doug McDermott draft, and I I looked at what they what the Bulls traded, and these guys have finally come into fruition. You know, we've seen that Doug McDermott will never be a significant NBA player. You know, and uh, the two they traded him for two guys. You want to tell them who the two guys are, Colton? Uh yes, I do. I would like to tell you about. I can't say his first name. Yourself. Yusuf Nurkic. Yusuf Nurkic. Nailed it. And uh, one Gary Harris. Now, you may not... These aren't like household names. They aren't like sexy names. But they're both... One's 23, one's 24. Gary Harris is on the Denver Nuggets, who are fighting for the eighth seed, and they're 
a very young team. And uh, he's averaging 18 points a game. On uh, and he's shooting over forty percent from three. You tell me the Bulls wouldn't not too bad. <laughs> what would you not trade on the Bulls for a twenty-three-year-old averaging eighteen points a game? I mean, and then Nurkic, Yusef Nurkic, the uh, centerpiece of the trade is on Portland, who he's their center, and they are currently the three seed in the East. West or uh, West, I mean. Yeah, the three seed in the West. Oh, shit, are they really? Yeah, they're only 12 games back of Houston. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But they are the three seed in the West. So, uh, oh, he's also 23, averaging 14 and 8.4. I mean, he's a really good, and 1.3 blocks. They they traded, Portland traded for him um, last season from Denver, and I think I saw a stat where since he has been a, a Portland Trailblazer, the when he plays, they have the like fifth best record in the NBA. Yeah, he's just a really, really good. Cent- I mean, a really solid center, which the Bulls technically have in Robin Lopez, but they don't want him. But I mean, they could build around Gary Harris and Yusuf Nurkic. You know, that would be really nice instead nice, of nice Doug McBuckets. Yeah, Dougie Dougie McBuckets, Dougie McButthole. Oh, <laughs> woo! That was <laughs> pretty know, good. Pretty good. Yeah, uh, I guarantee he his doppelganger, uh, Grayson Allen, only reason I'm comparing them is because they're basketball game and no other reason I would compare those two, uh, Doug McBuckets and Grayson Allen, is if Grayson Allen got to start, uh, he would absolutely be Doug McBuckets and overdrafted, just like, we're talking about Doug McDermott, by the way, if you don't know his nickname, McBuckets, but uh, he's currently averaging nine points. For Dallas, a team mm. who doesn't care. Which looks like it's close to his career high. Up he ten. 10.2 <laughs> for the Chicago Bulls. Damn. Yeah, he he's, he sucks. He sucks ass. <laughs> he's definitely not going to be good. So, uh, so Bulls fans, uh, ravel in that cry all you can because uh, Garpax sucks and they will never build a contender. <laughs> That's not true. They're, they're the Bulls. They'll pull some uh, draft magic. There's no one from Chicago this year. Because I, I saw someone posted on Reddit and it was like, how is the NBA going to rig the draft this year? You know? And it's a fun little game to play. That is fun. And uh, th- there's no one from Chicago, so they're probably not going to give the Bulls like the number one pick yeah. and let them take that guy. So they got to just... How are they going to tank the draft? Um, it, basically, they're going to get uh, the Knicks in the top oh, three. The Knicks are going to get somebody. <laughs> this pairing with Porzingis and... Uh, Frank, Frank Nicolita. And all of all the other teams, uh, there's Dallas and Orlando. Because, there's a zero percent chance Memphis oh, gets this top pick. No, Cleveland's going to get a top three pick. There's a hundred percent chance that Cleveland because they have Brooklyn's pick. Oh yeah, they do. So and Brooklyn with no reason to tank is at twenty and forty four right now. No, they aren't tanking. They're just bad. <laughs> They're just bad. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's the, the seven tankers in Brooklyn. God, that that one sucks. Yeah. So the Cavs, it, it's going to end up being the Knicks, the Cavs, and like the Bulls as the top three picks. Be excited. Absolutely. Uh, last bit of big, big NBA news. The Clippers finally announced who they're going to put on their jersey as they're the, the historic franchise of the Clippers. <laughs> this is the most Clippers thing in the world. Yeah, the historic franchise of the Clippers decides the sponsor that will go on their jerseys from now on. You know how the Bucks have the Harley-Davidson logo on their shoulder? It looks tacky, but at least it's Harley. The Clippers have chosen Bumble. Because the Clippers <laughs> just love to love. They love love. And Bumble is the dating app. And uh, It sure is. Yeah. I, it, I, I, I've been a frequent user of it. So Is I it guess. the worst Tinder? Is that... We it's just... a better Tinder. Oh, it's it's classier. There's much more beautiful women. So see the how Clippers I, aren't hiring. See how I didn't say <laughs> hot. They're beautiful. They're gorgeous. I respect uh, them. Uh. No, Bumble's classy. Bumble is a classy Tinder. Classy Tinder. So it would have been more funny if they had Tinder on here. Yeah, I haven't been on a dating app in a long time. No, yeah, Bumble's the classy Tinder. If they had like Tinder, or you know what. This is we're gonna <laughs> a great segue. We're gonna dive into a MySpace top eight of worst companies 
to sponsor an NBA team. To slap a logo on the shoulder. So this is, you're really taking this company to heart. Yes. Literally and figuratively. So, MySpace Top 8. Honorable mention is the is Bumble. I mean, we just got to start there. Because, Jesus. Yes, um, but I will start it off with um, number one on the, on the MySpace Top 8 of bad companies to put on a NBA jersey. Um, Heelys. <laughs> <laughs> is it because they're a failing business? They've been a failing business since we were in high school, <laughs> and I put um, all of my fake money in my high school uh, assignment that was actually a, a pretty big project into yeah. Heelys, and I got a D. Ah, uh, damn. D, <laughs> so, D is for damn, but that fucking sucked. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> that learn your lessons. NBA teams don't use Heelys. I'm going to go with Yahoo Mail. <laughs> uh, why are you still using Yahoo Mail? <laughs> like, are you kidding? My parents use Yahoo Mail, but I mean, that's Yahoo the Mail thing. or Hotmail. <laughs> or Hotmail. <laughs> AOL. All, yeah. you know, because yeah. we, we like to break the rules. Have, having that, like, little AIM guy on on the shoulder would be pretty cool, <laughs> that actually. Would be, yeah. That would be dope, but, you know, also not probably not net you much money. Your turn. Yes. I have, uh, number three, I have the Weinstein Company. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> not a good PR uh, spot no, for what any... are you doing, Clippers? Don't put the Weinstein Company on your <laughs> Yeah, jersey. you already had a racist as your owner, and I'm going to have a rapist as your yeah. um, freaking sponsor, so. That's really dumb. This is Clippers. Another really dumb move by the Clippers, using Marlboro cigarettes <laughs> on their jerseys. Yes. I, I mean, what are you telling the kids, Clippers? Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Some Marlboro lights right there on the shoulder. <laughs> They Damn. have little packs. Yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah. Um, my next one is a different NBA team. <laughs> <laughs> the Los so. Angeles Clippers brought to you by the Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> Why are you watching the Clippers? That's yeah, imagine like the Knicks logo being on the shoulder of the Orlando Magic. I like to use the Clippers in all of these scenarios. <laughs> yeah, the Clippers are losers. The Clippers. But yeah, that's a good one. Um... I have Playtex Sport here. Or no, I actually have Playtex Tampons. That would not... I mean, it doesn't intimidate the other team, but with the caveat that if you go Playtex Sport, it adds a little grittiness to your uh, sponsorship. It means that you're active. That means so, that you're... yes. This one is Playtex, not Playtex Sport, because Playtex Sport could actually be a pretty good sponsor. All right, here's, <laughs> here's, here's my final submission into the MySpace Top 8. The, the KKK. Oh, that, that, yeah, that would the, be really dumb. The Ku Klux Klan. I, I bet they're looking for sponsors because they're having a lot of bad press lately. If something about them <laughs> saying something racist, I think. If you if you want a good laugh, go to the Ku Klux Klan website. It's it's pretty funny. The last time I checked, the first thing that you see is just like a family and their dog having a picnic, and it just it does not look like what you would expect. No, it's it's the worst. We're going on it right now. Yeah, I'm. we're live time searching this. I don't know. Is their website not come up on Google? Oh, no. Did, did their website get taken down? Clickplan.com. There it is. Oh, <laughs> found it, guys. .bz. Oh, it's, it looks like it's made in oh, this is, 2005. This is, this oh. is much different. All this, right. this is like a source. This looks like a source I used in like... Middle school. Middle school. <laughs> it is such a terrible website run by awful old racist white men who probably don't know how to use the internet. Uh, my last one, number eight on our list, it, it kind of bumps off a of Bumble because I found out Bumble's the classy one. I'm going to go Grinder. Grinder's a good one. <laughs> it's it's kind of the that would gay be, Tinder. It, it is the gay Tinder. It's it, not a classy it's not kind one. Of. You know, it's, it's not classy. It's, it is, it's, it's a dirty Tinder. It's a gay Tinder. Yeah. It is basically... Um, its name is just aggressive. It's very entertaining to watch. I've watched some of my friends use this at bars. It is great. Yeah. But I'm sure the danger dick, of doing dick pics are flying around. A lot of dick pics. The danger of that happening, which happened to me, is my friend was sitting there and he was like, hey, check this out. He shows me a dick pic. I'm like, oh, that's something. That's, and a, then, that's a penis. And then he swipes and shows me more pictures. And it's one of my friends oh, who no. has a long-term girlfriend. Oh, no. That's a lot I'm of keeping, risk. And that's still happening to this day. <laughs> I'm keeping names under wraps, but and then two days later, me and me and my gay friend were at a bar with a group of people, and that guy comes out of nowhere. 
with his girlfriend. Oh man. Oh man, let Drama. me tell you. So so, the, so, so Clippers, Clippers, what are you doing? <laughs> Dude, why the fuck would you accept that sponsor, Clippers? Do not pick Grinder Clippers. Stick with Bumble at this point. Yeah. So that's yeah. our MySpace top eight. I guess if you put it in a, a perspective, yeah, Bumble's not bad. Yeah, I think that's what we came to. Nice job, Clippers. Good job, Clippers. MySpace top eight, over. Could have done worse. What's your MySpace put me on your top eight? What's your MySpace put me on your top eight? Um, we can move on to a stat of the week. Oh, segment after segment? I love it. Segment after frickin' segment. Week. 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 Jake, do you want to start us off with a stat of the week, or should I start us off with a stat of the week? I think you should start us off with a stat of the week. So I'm, I'm scrolling through the old reddit.com, and Classic. Great I, stat of the week. If you guys need to find stats of the week, <laughs> I, would, great, I, would, I would. It's a great source for through Reddit for the stat of the week. This is about the NBA player Allen Iverson. Mm, I love AI. Here is an Allen Iverson stat that uh, blew me away. Allen Iverson signed a lifetime endorsement contract with Reebok in 2001 that would pay him $800,000 a year until he reached the age of 55. To where he would then receive a final lump sum of thirty-two million dollars. How old is he gotta be? Th- he's gotta be fifty-five. How old is Alan Iverson currently? Not fifty-five. So he's he's got a big payday coming. Think That's about it. that. Reebok. Re- oh, Reebok's screwed. Reebok is so fucked. Oh, he's only forty-two. That's in thirteen years. Yeah. He's gonna he's gotta try to keep Reebok alive. Eight, he does. <laughs> so he's got eighty. They're $800,000 coming for, what, 13 more years? Yeah, MJ just turned 55, so... Think about that, folks. So when he turns thir- or 55, he is $32 million richer. Why isn't Reebok still selling AI shoes? I don't know. They should definitely <laughs> They should that. definitely keep doing that because, you know, AI th- is a recognizable name. If, if, if AI came out with shoes right now, they would sell. Oh, absolutely. I think it's dumb that they don't. If they're Reebok, they're not doing anything else right. Um, so that's my stat of the week. Great stat of the week. It had me floored. My stat of the week is just a, a, an overall stat that is fascinating. You may have never seen this stat before. We have sprint speed leaderboard for the MLB. The uh, fastest sprint times that they uh, would average with at least 10 uh, attempts. There's a big old formula here. But uh, let's just some of your favorite players. Yoan Mankata was uh, number 12 in all of baseball, which is uh, actually incredible because it's just a lot of no-names on this list. Um, then you got Adam Engel of the White Sox at 14, talking about no-names. Alan Hansen of the White Sox at 43. Then you finally find your first Cub, Ian Happ at 54. And then your second Cub, Javi Baez, is the 75th fastest player. And who's the next Cub, Colton? Ky- Kyle fan. Schwarber. No, it's not. Stop <laughs> guessing <laughs> Kyle Schwarber. I love him. Take a guess. Who's the third fastest Cub? Yeah, besides Happ and Baez. John Lester. I'm surprised you haven't guessed Chris Bryant yet, because all I ever hear about is how fast he is, and it is Chris Bryant. Well, he is efficient. He's he, efficiently fast. He's the 84th ranked uh, speed demon. Avisel Garcia was 105th, but only .2 behind Chris Bryant. So I'm just saying... Avisil Garcia, that big lovable, uh, the big lovable man, he can move it. But uh, yeah, I, I'm going to be using this. Uh, they update it all year round. It's a fascinating little stat, you know, and just well, raw speed of the MLB. I'd like to see how many feet per second NFL players run, because this is done in feet per second. Well, I, um, I just. Expect Kyle Schwarber to be rising that list when he, uh, when he steals see 70 bases this year. I don't know how deep the list goes. I'm at, oh, wow, it goes really low. Albert Pujols, it goes down to Albert Pujols, who's uh, 451. Kyle Schwarber's faster than Albert Pujols. Yeah, Schwarber's got to be here somewhere. Let's see. Anthony Rizzo, 399. Hmm. Brutal. That's fair. That's a lot slower than I expected. Yeah, yeah. Alex Avila is the next Cub or White Sox going from the bottom up. It's faster than Rizzo. Schwarber, 348. Hell yes. Just faster than Jonathan Lucroy, the 31-year-old catcher. 
Yeah, neither has Jake Arrieta, we should mention. I, d- I did see that Jake Arrieta, there's rumors that he's going to hold out until after the draft. That's during the season. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's not going to sign until after the draft, so if some, so, somebody can sign him without the conversation pick. Interesting. That would suck. <laughs> that would fucking blow if, if Cubs just lost him for no reason. <laughs> so he's just screwing the Cubs here. Yeah, wow, he I didn't is. think about that. Wow. Uh, so that's 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 cool little baseball tidbit. And, yeah, so the, those are our stats of the week. That just wraps up all, all sports coverage. We usually end with movie talk and a little movie awards called the Academy Awards. Some call them the Oscars just happened. I think I heard about that. This shit is pissing off, oh, man. <laughs> I haven't been talking much this episode. I'm going to start talking right now. I am so pissed that... All right, here we go. I'm just going to... All right. All right, he just pulled up his chair, folks. <laughs> the Shape of Water fucking sucks. It's one of the worst movies I've seen, not all year. It's in the top five worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Wow. Bold it, take. It wins Best Picture. This, this movie has a fish having sex with a woman. Um, the main character doesn't How talk. How do they have sex? Do they show the sex? No, but she she does sign language, and she does this. Oh, whoa. And it, it, I have a video on YouTube of me <laughs> talking about it. Um, the sign language used is just a, like, door opens and a penis goes through it. Pretty but, much juvenile, like, the, the thing to, you signal to your friend to say sex in, like, fourth grade. You just put <laughs> yeah. your fingers up and, like, bang them together. That is how the, this fish had sex. This movie sucks. The Oscars suck. And I'm so fucking pissed. <laughs> Coco wins, wins Best Animated Picture. Obviously. In a landslide. Yeah. But then, Remember Me wins Best Song. Have you heard this song? Save it for the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it beats out the song from, what's it called? Greatest Showman. Have you seen that? Oh, no. The, uh, oh, with, uh, shit. That song. Hugh Jackman. That song singing. got me goosebumps. Hell yeah. From that movie. I want to see that movie because it's another Hugh Jackman singing. And uh, I'm a fan of Hugh Jackman singing. He's, you know, he's a really bad football coach, but he's a good actor. Yes. Um, speaking of athletes, Kobe Bryant won an Oscar. Yes. Good for him. You know, he's never he, had anything go his way. It's nice to see a, a good old uh, stand-up American. Yeah, Cinderella story. He's never done anything wrong. During the uh, Me Too movement, perfect person. <laughs> Great time. Perfect person to have win. It's okay, because none of those Hollywood people had any idea who Kobe even was. <laughs> I know, yeah. He said he enjoyed it more than winning a championship. Yeah, I'm calling bullshit on that one, Kobe. Kobe's. That was, a, that was pretty cool. That was cool. I call him that sometimes. Oh. I call Shaq Shaq. It's hard to shorten his name, but you still do it. Shaq. What's up, Shaq? What's up, Shaq? The big Shaq. I'm kind of I'm kind of over Shaq. Yeah? It took a while because he's so tall, but I think I'm officially over him. <laughs> what do you mean over him? Like, you know, I just gonna, I don't, I don't think he's funny anymore. Yeah. I think, he, I think he's entertaining, especially when him and Charles Barkley, because, like, yes, they're like a shtick, but they really get offended. Like sometimes, yeah, they at each other. And they do actually funny. get like legitimately I mean, pretty. Pissed. How many times Shaq has to say how many rings you got, Chuck? Chuck. Yeah, that's how many mean. rings you got, Chuck. That's mean Shaq. Every time he pulls that card. Uh, one quick fact: I saw for some reason you were scrolling through pictures on your phone. I thought I saw Alex Rodriguez. No. Nope. Uh, well, he's got a new show, TV show. You know all the you know all the spinoff shows from Shark Tank, like The Prophet and uh, Million Dollar Buyer. A-Rod's got a show. Fuck yeah. And he's going and helping some guy who lost $61 million after being an athlete. He made $61 million in his career. He's broke now. And he's, like, helping him out somehow. I don't know. But A-Rod's got a well, show. Well, A-Rod's on Shark Tank sometimes now. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty a, funny to watch. He's such a slimy, like, guy. I can't believe his career. A-Rod Corp, baby. A-Rod Corp. He didn't, he didn't really uh, take much backlash from lying in court about doing steroids. <laughs> yeah, he didn't. I like A-Rod. I don't. <laughs> I think he's an arrogant ass. He's, I mean, it's like, you know, like I kind of like Ryan Braun now, but then I think, oh, wait, he he lied to Aaron Rodgers so he can burn in hell. Oh, yeah, that, that wasn't a good look for old Aaron. That's well, I think Aaron. I think it was a bad look for Ryan. I think it made – I legitly think that he wouldn't – he still gets booed to this day a little bit. He does get booed. And um, he wouldn't get booed still if he didn't make Rodgers come out and defend him. Like, he convinced Rodgers on a phone call. And Rodgers like, yeah, I had a phone call with him, and he said he didn't do it, and I believe him. 
you know, like, you son of a bitch, bro. If, if Aaron Rodgers runs for Senate, he wins maybe unanimously for Wisconsin. Yeah. You know, and every, yeah, I love Aaron Rodgers. And every time I hear the take that he doesn't like his family, you know, and he, he shunned his family, you know what my argument's going to be? Can you prove his family isn't pro-terrorism? I can't prove that. I would leave if my if I heard once if I had one sniff of my family being pro terrorism, I'm out the door, you know, because I'm a morals guy. But he he was a bachelor, wasn't he? His brother, yeah, yeah. So I mean, we I, but he, it doesn't come out on the if show. There's, if there's mind. one thing that I trust, it's reality TV. Uh, yeah, but uh, did you watch? If if you haven't seen that entire no, I, season I, I of see, The Bachelor, I didn't even watch an episode. I, I don't know. I think he was was he a guy going on The Bachelorette or was I, he The Bachelor? I think he was a guy going on The Bachelorette, and he won. Oh, Jesus. So if he would have lost, he would have got to be The Bachelor. Oh. Well, either way, uh, we're not con- not confirmed pro-terrorism, pro-cancer. And, uh, yeah, we're not confirmed that his family isn't just the worst. So that's my argument. This is correct. Would you say that's your final thought? I think that's a good final thought. My final thought is, fuck Shape of Water. That movie <laughs> sucks. Fuck Justin Thomas. You suck. That guy lost to Phil. That's golf. That's your golf recap of the week. <laughs> yeah, quick one at the end. Fuck Shape of Water. Um, I guess, <laughs> sorry. Uh, follow us on Twitter at BackupQB Blog. Go to Facebook. Give us a like. Go to YouTube. We have more videos coming out. Thanks for listening on 12 Ounce Sports Radio. Thanks for listening on iTunes. Subscribe, rate, review. That is episode 30. Six? Thirty-six, baby. I did. I couldn't think of a, of any, uh, an athlete of, of any out here. Hang on. We gotta end the show with an athlete. <laughs> yeah. God, there's there's gonna be a really obvious one. It's something like a freaking doofus. Athlete number thirty-six. Nothing came up. Famous number thirty-six. Best athletes by number thirty-two In to sixty-five. <laughs> the best number thirty-six ever is. Who's this guy? <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. 36, huh? There's nobody. Oh, Gaylord Perry won uh, War 36. Oh, I remember watching him. Yeah, totally. Yeah, there's no <laughs> number 36 people. We're sorry. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. God damn it. We shouldn't have started this this tradition of naming someone. Yeah, we started on 36. On 36, the worst sports number ever. We could have also just looked it up before. That that get, that should give inspiration to some athletes. You should start wearing 36 now because you'll you'll be on all the lists. Jerome Bettis. Oh, the bus. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> He's a friend of mine, yes, yes I am, and he goes by the name, <laughs> Justin, whoa, all the way from Memphis, Tennessee, and he got something special for y'all tonight, he gonna sing a song for y'all, about this girl, coming right here, yeah, that sunny day, didn't know I'd meet such a beautiful girl walking down the street. Seen those bright brown eyes with tears coming down. She deserves a crown, but where is it now? Mama, listen.
Something's heating up. Can I leave with you? And then the ladies go, I don't know what I'm thinking about. Really leaving with you. Guys sing. It feels like something's heating up. Can I leave with you? And ladies, I don't know what I'm thinking about. Really leaving with you. Feels good, don't it? Come on. It feels like something's heating up. Come on. Can I leave yeah. with you? Yeah. I don't know what I'm Show thinking about. Show the good to me. Sing it one more time. That's it.